been served I like a dick with a little bit of curve Sorry, I don't speak Italian Hey, everybody Hi, everybody This is Sophie And this is Graham Welcome back to Potty Rich Um, we're here on this lovely warm Sunday where nobody is paying attention to social distancing anymore. It's been awful. It, it's like 80 degrees here. And I was at the beach earlier and it was, it was like coronavirus doesn't even exist. People were all over each other without masks. It was, it was honestly frustrating because I was there was like just making out. Literally every single person was making out with every other person. That's not so fun. Fun. Well, fun, but not <laughs> not timely. So disgusting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, now that that's out of the way, I just need to talk about disgusting men. Okay. Yep. Go get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get into it. Um. I just want to talk about self-aware chads. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yes. I don't think I've met any, though. Okay. I'm curious. So, I'm just, I'm just thinking about this specific person who, okay, so, <laughs> went to our high school with us. Okay. And was on the football team. Okay. And then hit me up on Twitter and was like, <laughs> Hey, I feel like we'd be really good friends. Um, Dash, a long lost friend. I was like, we never talked in high school, but okay. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so what's all this then, right? <laughs> what now, Ine? Yeah, what now? And then we were texting for a while, and then he just like would disappear for a while and then come back whenever he needed something, you know, like that kind of deal Mm -hmm. and he texted me last night after like two months of not like texting at all just to like he was like I just want to say you're amazing and can I vent to you and I was like okay he's like (laughs) I'm the kind of person that will listen to people vent no matter what because I'm an idiot and what did he have to vent about? Oh, I like how we, I like how we softened the blow too. He's like, "You're amazing, by the way." Yeah, <laughs> That's no. Not funny to me. He was like, "You're an amazing person, by the way." Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to like disclose what he was talking oh, about or anything like that. But like, um, what's was, your takeaway from that situation? Well. I I guess, like, I felt really good because I called him out on gaslighting me. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, he was, like, you know, like, one day all these guys who, like, who just, like, talked to you and nothing like that for no reason, just, like, one day, like, you're going to find the right person. And I was, like, you are doing it. (laughs) And he was, like fuck you mean I'm gaslighting you and I was like you are doing it (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how else to tell you this but read your own messages and he's like I'm sorry I'll back off and I was like oh my god okay self-aware Chad now (laughs) exists I've decided that that's what we're calling them um so he's 
No, it's not like self-aware Chad. It's like he's aware of Chad's, but he doesn't know that he's one of them. Mm. That's yeah. That's honestly worse because it adds a level <laughs> of hypocrisy. Yeah, and uh, it's like denial, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> some type of some other level that is just not cool. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to like pull receipts or anything, but yeah, you go. Yeah. No, I've run into um, similar situations and it's, I don't know. I just find myself getting into a lot of like convos where I'm like, wait, (laughs) this is not (laughs) what it should be. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I've never called someone out before where I'm like, hey, look what you're saying to me. Look what you're doing to me right now. And it kind of felt good to actually do it because what do I have to lose? It's like yeah. a person who's using me. Exactly. I mean, I'm kind of starting to learn like the whole concept of like standing up for myself because <laughs> we're like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, literally what's that? I've been, um, I've like justified a lot of like negative things towards me. Um, yeah, me too. So we talked about this in the last episode a little but like yeah no just I mean it's super empowering when you when you call somebody out on their bullshit and like for me a lot of times that like I get nervous too because I can't tell if like I'm like anxiously thinking that a person is doing this to me but they're not if that makes sense and I don't know like if they're if they it's more like if they say something and then like I uh catastrophize it and make it super bad like I can't tell like sometimes if like I'm being if like what I'm thinking is true if that makes sense yeah no but I think that's gaslighting I think I really think like that's what gaslighting is so like you're gaslighting yourself or like (laughs) almost well that's a whole nother thing that I give us the material you know yeah (laughs) I don't know I, I just thought this whole conversation with this guy was weird and I'm like I don't even feel bad about talking about it because it's not like he's like interested in what I do and like he's gonna listen to this so um (laughs) yeah yeah he like he was talking he was like comparing me to another girl saying that she was like not like smart by saying that I was someone he would call at two in the morning to talk about how he feels (laughs) and he was like you know, like this girl from high school, he said a specific girl. And he's like, she's so nice, but have you ever talked to her? I was like, no. Oh my God. And he's like, she has the fancy hair and the makeup because she wants attention. And I said, yeah, no. so do I. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm sticking up for this girl. She's really nice. She's a nice girl, like whatever. He's like, I wouldn't text her at two in the morning about it. blah, blah, blah. Um, she never took the time to care about people is my point and I was like like, if you think about it I'm the person like I give a lot to people and I like people don't give back and then he just keeps going like he's not listening to me he's just on his own tangent where he's like but my point is that you're equipped to give and get a kind of love that people never can and I'm like what how does he know that about you (laughs) like what that's like 
I don't know. I think he, I think he has like this weird picture of me in his head because I'm like an art major and like have red hair. You know what I mean? Like he's probably he just, like, wow, she's she's like emotional serious. or something. <laughs> he's like, wow, she's deep. Oh but my god. He's like, if you give and give, then you're constantly learning. You give to 99 people without getting anything. I'm like, what? that's toxic that's literally bad that's bad relationships i said do you know how many people like i've had these like circumstances with too many it hurts and it makes me feel disgusting and like bad he's like well when you meet someone who's worth it they're gonna be able to or you're gonna be able to give them what they deserve and they'll do the same and i said yep in the meantime i will let guys like you dump their emotional baggage on me that's that's so like i'm just i'm actually shocked like i'm I'm at a loss for words because i know i know there's more too should i keep going like (laughs) oh yeah yes please okay so then he's like this is gonna sound corny as hell but until you find someone who deserves it and you can be their perfect person everything sucks like usually and i was like you don't understand what i'm saying and he's like do you understand what i'm saying though I can be all ears. <laughs> and I said, you're gaslighting me and I'm tired. Don't do this, please. And he's like, Straight up. but I need you to understand that all the shit that sucks right now is going to make life much easier once you find someone who deserves it. Fuck you mean I'm gaslighting you. I was like, you're one of the people who tells me all their things because I listen, but you tell me someone will love me back one day and I'm tired. And he goes, okay, I'll back off. I'm sorry. I appreciate you listening and being honest. I realize I'm part of the problem. I hope you know I have zero intention of hurting you. And I said, no one does usually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, you're fine. And then he goes, no, bitch, I'm fabulous. And I was like, what? Wait, he did not... (laughs) He sent, he sent a gift that said i'm fabulous and wrote no bitch <laughs> love i was like did you just call me a bitch like <laughs> Wait, literally and then he's like sorry for popping up only when i need someone to listen to my shit and i just said yep and he goes i'm always here for you when you need it i'll let you sleep and i was like how kind of you and he didn't reply <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god the fact that i called him out like that just makes me smile (laughs) every everything about that just i don't know i i run into a lot of situations with people who are like that entitled like that is crazy yeah but then they excuse it by thinking that they're like aware or something like something about the ending where yeah wait hold on he's like i'm sorry for poppy of only when i need someone to listen to my shit and he's like i realize i'm part of the problem like no you don't you're literally just regurgitating what i just said like yeah you realize you, you may know like you may realize <laughs> that you're part of the problem but you don't care <laughs> yeah and he like doesn't know it he doesn't know what the problem is he's just like oh there's a problem yeah exactly <laughs> this abstract problem i don't know it's not my problem, it's yours. So, like, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> is what he's saying. Yeah, I don't know. It just struck me as really selfish and... Of course. Just You won't the app, but I don't know. It just seemed weird. Like... 
Do you still, have, have you guys talked since then, or is that, like, recent? No, this was literally last night at two in the morning. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, right, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know, it was just, like, a very, it's very weird, because he, like, sent me that message on Twitter, like, I want to say in October, and then would randomly come back and forth and be like, hey, can I talk to you about this? Like, I don't know. I... I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I don't even know what else to say. No, I, it's fine. <laughs> being, being used as an emotional crutch is an awful feeling. Um, I kind of let myself do it, though, in a way. Like, I'm well, not blaming myself, but, like, it's happened so many times. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not blaming myself, but fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and I think it's good that you, like, uh, you know, you stood up for yourself. You know that feels like now. Can I yeah. that experience? Why is this therapy? Why are? Why is this literally therapy? No, I know, and but it was really fun though. Like, <laughs> I had so much fun. I was in my bed giggling, like as I was like, <laughs> like, do you realize, like, guys like you dumped their emotional baggage on me? And I was like, oh my god, I'm actually teaching. Woo. <laughs> jesus christ i'm so so glad that like i don't have to deal with straight men (laughs) true i I remove myself from them and situations with them in it as one should (laughs) i really it's um, i don't know they expect a lot i mean i don't want to say they like like but like (laughs) groups groups of them expect a lot from women or people, <laughs> people generally. Yeah. It's quite the phenomenon, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it makes perfect sense. Like, I, like, this entire conversation, like, I was, it was, it was funny. Like, it was hilarious because of, like, how much it makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Like, I don't even know where to go from that. Like, it's just so <laughs> ridiculous. It could be a parody of yeah. something. No, that's, it literally sounds like you made it up almost. I know, and I could have, <laughs> but I truly am not that terrible. <laughs> My mind doesn't do things like that. It does things like bring up old memes from 2012, so. It, like, remembers Derpina, but, like... <laughs> Can't not what it. I ate for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, or like can't cook even. I'm like human human consciousness is just amazing. Crazy. It's amazing. There's just so much to learn. Yeah. So should we talk about how we're drunk content? Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. So what was the? <laughs> excuse me. What was the context of that conversation? Oh, so my friend just listened to our podcast for the first time, and he was like live texting it to me. And mm. he was, like, obsessed with the results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he thought it was really funny, like, I don't know, how we went from really funny things to, like, kind of serious things, like. I mean, that was, like, the first, like, very serious, like, episode we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's so funny that somebody was, like, drinking while listening to our podcast. <laughs> I know. I mean, what else are people going to do right now, though? Like, that's all you can do. You sit in your room, 
like drink, drink listen a little to bit. podcasts yeah <laughs> like feel like you're listening in on a conversation between two people yeah I mean that's what that's what I like about our podcasts and other ones like it you know mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting in you're listening to two people have just like healthy discourse a healthy discourse about life <laughs> <laughs> this discourse is so healthy no, I know. And I stood up to my oppressors and oppressors. <laughs> my oppressors. Oh um, my god. Yeah. So I guess Well segue, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah, of course. Um have you okay, so Stan Twitter like fell apart this week. Oh my god. Literally like torn away at the seams. Are and it was you- rebuilt. All, all in the span of seven days. <laughs> We're like, this is what the United States needs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm curious as to how much you know about these situations. The Lana Del Rey situation and the Doja Cat situation. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't really get too far into either situation. Number one, because as our listeners know, I'm a Lana stan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I personally, like, I think she just kind of, like, was spitballing, said stuff kind of out of pocket, like, oh, you guys don't get mad when these people do this, and she's just listing examples, and I think that was the problem. People were, like, upset about the examples she listed, um, like, comparing herself to them in a way. I think people kind of took that out of context. Um, However, the Doja Cat situation, I don't really know a ton about it. I know that she was on some sort of chat room and, like, showed her, like, butt and then, like, (laughs) said that she was, like, a white supremacist or something. She is, I have never felt like, well, I'm gonna, I want to talk about Lana first. So, yeah, um, for some context for listeners who don't follow her on Instagram or like any of this stuff, she, um, so Lana Del Rey posted this like set of like paragraphs on her Instagram page um, that were typed out on her typewriter, mind you. Mind you. Um, keep that in mind, in your mind. Um, and <laughs> it was basically like, she was talking about, cause I think uh, the milestone was like Doja Cat uh, the Say So remix with Nicki Minaj got, like, number one. It was, like, the first time that, like, Nicki had ever gotten a number one. Um, I think, I don't want to say a Black woman got number one, but it was it was another big milestone in accompaniment to that. And Lana was basically like, okay, now that we've had this happen, why is my content at, like, not at the same oh, wait. level of these creators? And she was basically saying that, like, she writes like obviously her music is very unique uh in terms of like her lyrics um she writes about like very unique experiences um Mm. that are still like you know applicable to um to other women but she was saying that like she shouldn't feel like she has to like show her ass or like you know be sexually promiscuous in order to get a number one spot she was i think i think that was kind of what she was getting frustrated with is the fact that like the most successful women are the ones who like are sexually promiscuous but like you know, that also has connotations of like sex shaming and like um, other issues. And in her examples of artists that she um, was frustrated with, she listed like almost completely like 
uh, women of color artists. Um, and then yeah. she like got, she fell like under the heat so fast. She got attacked by so many people that were like, girl, like you're literally white and are like inherently like more priv privileged than these creators. And like, they're doing better than you. Like you can't, it's not something to be super mad about. And like, right. she, she kept talking about this, like, a uh, new wave of feminism that's coming and she's just like watch it come and it's gonna be insane it was it was very disorganized in my opinion and everybody on twitter was just like damn like somebody get this girl a publicist like she right. is really like fucking herself over she's really digging herself into a hole okay um, so i didn't really like know all of that i mean i didn't understand that like what she was doing was like comparing herself to people of color and like well, I think she was comparing herself to other female artists who have done successful, and those are primarily like uh, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, um, Doja Cat. I can't remember. I think those. Right. I mean, those are just the artists that stick out in my head. But yeah. So, what? So she was like mad because they got number one. She was mad that like people shit on her stories that she shares in her music about like abuse and um about uh -oh. like her bad situations with drugs and she was like why are my struggles that i sing about like she mm. she kind of like took this like more she she uh, okay. i think she kind of was arguing her music was like more genuine in a way oh that's kind of annoying yeah i would say like she didn't have to say all that like <laughs> she, she really, really didn't no <laughs> No, that's just, like, straight up, like, she just felt like talking and for some reason just put it on the internet. That's a diary entry, girl. I mean, she did say that it's going to be in her poetry book. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, no, she's written poetry. Not about, like, the specific situation, of course, but, like, about her feelings. So hopefully it'll be a little bit more articulated when that comes out. Um, yeah. But I think one of the funniest things about this, too is like I remember waking up like uh literally the second I woke up I looked on Instagram and saw this and like I'm very groggy I'm like lots of complex words lots of you know whatever so I'm like reading through it really briefly and at the end she said that she has a new album coming out in September and I was like girl this is so exciting but nobody has been talking about that at all right it's been hilarious how glossed over it was because like <laughs> it's a pretty big deal um that she said like all that stuff man yeah and then just was like oh yeah um i'm dropping an album september 5th so yeah i guess like that's some type of like bullshit feminism where she's like why am i not at the level of this creator but like while she's doing that she is unfortunately tearing down other creators like, exactly creators so exactly um child <laughs> <laughs> yeah there i i definitely think um and she's gotten like and this has transcended so much into like well i don't want to say transcended that makes it sound so much more bigger than it is but <laughs> she's been so like angry at like everybody calling her out on this that she's uh gone into stan like group chats like oh, um, and she's uh -huh. literally like unleashed on these people that's a little too far. She, yeah. Like, I don't know, the lane, she's got to stay in it. And, like, 
she's she's literally driving on the opposite side of the road she going the really wrong way is. like she could be i don't know but i guess it's good promo for her album if that's what she's trying to do like everyone's gonna <laughs> nowadays to get more famous i mean i don't i don't even know i i kind of like hope that i mean we've had this conversation before on potty rich um yeah. about cancel culture and stuff and it definitely like brings attention to you yeah, I would hope that she would be above that. Like, oh, da- I like, would, I would expect it from her. Right, but I mean, like, that's some type of publicity stunt to like get attention. <laughs> Especially, I don't know, putting in the album at the end—that's sort of distasteful. Yeah, it was really weird to do that. And then she also like announced like when her two poetry books are coming out, like oh, one next boy. year in February, and then like another one sometime this year. And it just felt like. I yeah it's 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 complex I think the fact um I think what you said about like her distorted like idea of feminism and just like how bad what she was saying was trying to be delivered it just was not a good situation for her yeah like (laughs) Like, girl please (laughs) that's the kind of feminism where you like read the headlines of the news but you don't read the actual articles like exactly (laughs) oh man like you don't understand the actual like complexities of the problem because there are just so many like nuanced things that she accidentally brought up in that in that post Mm -hmm. that she just completely missed because obviously she's not reading stuff that's too good girl read the room (laughs) yeah the room read the room read jstor articles how about (laughs) girl read the room read the jstor articles yeah, read the on. New York Times, like, please. There's plenty to read. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's interesting though that she kind of took the took to uh, social media with that. Yeah, journal bad entry. idea. <laughs> very, very, very bad idea. She literally—it was a journal entry. Right. Yeah. Like it's just angry and just completely. I guess all I can say out of pocket like yeah and that's what everybody that's like the the phrase that's been used like thousands of times (laughs) out of pocket for what she's been doing yeah yeah but I guess like if it's a publicity stunt like that's sort of the move right now like uh there's so many twitch streamers that have been just canceling themselves like purposefully saying stuff or I don't know if it's on purpose but they say stuff that just like completely is obviously not the right thing to do like they're begging their their people for money but they're like blaming Mm. them for not like I'm I'm referencing Invader V I don't know if you followed that situation is it the one that Drew Gooden made a video on yeah 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 (laughs) so for listeners um she was streaming and Basically, she was just like, if you can't pay $5 for my content, then you're irresponsible with your money. And it just, yeah, I was just blaming her viewers in like really entitled way. It was, it was so shocking. I was like, you have, you're so sheltered. Like if you can't understand that like money is extremely like different like subjective like value like people's value of money is different and like every for every single person and to to claim that like 
that's not how you get money. <laughs> like, you don't, like, shame people for not giving you money to no. get money. But since that video came about, she has gotten so much attention. Yeah. Like, people are just flocking to her, which is concerning. I mean, um, and I think it's... gain subscribers and stuff on Twitch, which is paid. Subscribing on Twitch is paid, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's so weird. We've seen it before, right? Like, people, people are attracted to drama. Like, that's what drama channels on YouTube are for. Literally, like, this, a YouTuber, like, says something, like, shady, and then, like, a drama channel will, like, take it out of context, context and, like, gain like hundreds of thousands of views and like right. a ton of profit off of it because that's what people like and because it's interesting you know it's not mon- yeah. it's not um it's not mundane um so like i understand but like the I fact that like, like yeah i i just wouldn't want people to like actively be drama producing in order to gain attention yeah but it's working for people right now which like <laughs> sucks like I mean obviously like if we were making this podcast right now and we said something super controversial people would be like listen to what Graham said at 11 minutes 45 seconds you know yeah and then people would be like clicking on our podcast and it would be picking up speed but like obviously we don't want that (laughs) exactly I don't I mean (coughs) it's Whoa, girl, I'm the choking. mute feature. I'm choking. <laughs> Anyways. Coronavirus. Ew. <laughs> bad. Oh, bad. That audio makes me want to throw up. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Is that Cardi B? Like, yes. Uh, oh, God. Straight TikTok appropriated that. <laughs> Speaking of, um, well, actually, I don't know if she appropriate. I don't know if they appropriated it from anything. I think it was already a straight thing. Anyways, um, speaking of straight TikTok, um, I wanted to explain this earlier, but now now is the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Uh, never. <laughs> the audio you heard at the very beginning of our podcast, we like to change it every week, depending on, you know, yeah, a the little current bit of flavor, a little flavor, a little variation uh, mm-hmm. based on current trends and moods, trend moods. <laughs> um, trend and- mood one. this this week you heard a tiktok dance audio that was created by what's known as gay tiktok um as a joke they were like okay this joke like this audio that we're making is so absurd and stupid but straight people are gonna dance to it (laughs) yeah Um, and and it worked and it completely worked Um, yeah a lot of creators fell for it. Avani fell for it. Addison Ray fell for it. Then she deleted her videos. The Lopez brothers, like all of them. Bryce Hall. Fools. Everyone was on there. Fools. Fools. And I think, um, I think what's really funny too is just like how those audios are even made in the first place. Because there's so many that are like it, you know? It's not super out of the box. The only thing that's right. kind of like really weird about it is like the skype call noise at the very end like that's like that's when i knew like for sure it was a joke but if i heard it like if i was like a a person on like the normal side you the normal side uh of tiktok (laughs) yeah as if i'm on the abnormal side i don't even know (laughs) um 
I wouldn't know. Because so many uh, dance audios use, like, weird, like, Spongebob dialogue and, like... Oh, why is everything chrome? Yeah, like, the why is everything chrome, that drove me insane. I was yeah, like, was why... Really, really annoying. Whose executive decision was it to put this in? Because I, I'd like to be it, Whose stunted executive decision-making skills? <laughs> um, oh, boy. And I think I, the fact that, like it worked is is so funny to me yeah no it's actually very funny like Mm -hmm. shit i don't know i don't want to go through it again because everyone heard it at the beginning but like (laughs) the skype call at the end like what right have you funny like they made a whole dance to it and everything i think it's really um cool how people are starting to like mock like dance tiktok because it's it's getting like it's necessary like i feel like it took over for such a long time like have you have you seen the uh um what's his name i can't remember the the name of the tiktoker but he does this really really easy dance to the you can do anything you want when you sexy have you seen that um is it like the one where like they're very stiff kind of it's like the dance, I'll explain it. So he hits the woe, does a figure eight two times, and then hits the woe again. So yeah. the whole point, and then made a tutorial video for it to <laughs> mock, like, how easy it is and, like, how just, like, you know, like, I don't, it's just humor. Like, that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. And he's been doing the dance, and he's, like, day whatever of me doing my dance. Um, and then he'll tag, like, a really famous creator and be, like, uh, recreate my dance and so far like charlie d'amelio did it charlie do it emma Um, chamberlain did it flo Um, millie where's the album flo millie where's the album that's the person who made the uh who made the dance um so i know i'm doing a poor job of uh describing it but for those of you who want to uh pause pause the potty (laughs) and go and go check out that creator um yeah charlie d'amelio did it a week ago um, the video, it's one of her videos. She's wearing a blue tank top. <laughs> I think she did it twice, actually. Really? Yeah. That's I great. think she did it once, and then, um, it was, like, and then Flo Millie wears the album, like, duetted, and was, like, Charlie, you did it wrong, and then she did it again. Oh. Okay, yeah, I see it. There's one, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was, like, a week ago. Um, Dixie did it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is, it's really funny, actually. I know. I just... It makes me happy to see any to see counterculture such as this. Or like bottom up, trickle up, bubble up. <laughs> no, it's bubble up, trickle down. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's a trickle up. <laughs> Gravity doesn't exist. <laughs> um. Right. Right then. Right about that. Um. Oh wait. So should we go back to the Doja Cat thing? Oh yeah. Wow. Sorry, we, we digressed a ton. Little tangent, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so Doja Cat has, for me, never felt like, I've never, like, trusted her. Um, <laughs> and not saying, like, I predicted this. Or, what? like, not trying to make myself sound, like, morally superior. But, mm-hmm. like, she had, like, a very long history of saying the F word, um, like, the gay slur. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she just she was like oh my god wait like i'm bi as a like 
after receiving criticism for it. So like, okay, she came out and I'm, I'm doing air quotes because like, I don't know if it's like, if she's telling the truth, right? Um, or if it's just like a, a, a decoy way of trying to get away with saying a word that she wasn't supposed to say. So off the bat, I was already kind of weird about her, but like, obviously like her music is so popular. Right, um, it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. And um, it, there was just no way that I could be, I could like completely ignore her. Like I literally hear her songs like every day. Um, yeah. Just going through the app. So I can I, I shove that aside. Yeah, I can read this uh, background on it from uprocks.com. Oh, please do. Okay, so it says, um, fans discovered Doja Cat's involvement in the tiny chat community after videos emerged of her in a group discussion with mostly white men. According to XXL, the chat was made for men in the alt-right slash incel community who are a collection <laughs> of white supremacists who are, quote, involuntary celibate. Uh, end quote. Examples <laughs> of her contribution to the chat were revealed on Twitter in the forms of videos and screenshots with one video reportedly made less than a week ago. This tiny chat discovery was then linked to a December 2019 interview with Paper in which she admitted to having an obsession with the chat room during her youth, uh, when she still admitted to being involved with at the time of the interview. Uh, people would pick on me, use horrible, horrible language, just the worst, and I just didn't understand why people are so crazy on there, she said. Instead of leaving the chat, she opted to become the person who would make offensive jokes and do things sort of out of the box. Um, what? Yeah. I, Girl. Okay. <laughs> on top of this tiny chat, fans also discovered a 2015 song by Doja Cat titled Some something i'm not gonna say because that scares me i don't want to be saying that <laughs> it just sounds wrong um even though it means nothing they also learned that the song title is actually a racial slur okay there we go used by the alt-right members for african-americans and people of color who claim their innocence after being victims of police brutality there we go. Oh That's a good choice on my God. part. That. You're smart. You're so smart. Um, it is also believed that Doja made fun of the 2015 murder of Sandra Bland, who suspiciously died while in police custody. Um, which, that is disgusting. So, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but I just want to say, like, how confusing it is. Um, to see this behavior from her. Right. It's it's so shocking. Like, I, I just, it, I would not expect it at all. Um, yeah, okay, hear me out on this. Is it because of her aesthetic? Like, Is it, are you asking, is it because of her aesthetic? Yeah, like, you don't expect her to act that way because of her aesthetic and what her aesthetic is associated with online? I guess, yeah. I feel like that for me is why it was so shocking because she's kind of like, she looked like an e-girl and yeah. you associate e-girls with like the liberal side of TikTok kind of. Yeah. And I guess that's why it's so shocking, but it goes to show that anyone can just like adopt a look and do whatever they want. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, I, I mean, yeah, you, 
you make a very like valid point. Um, I think that I'm so used to making, I, I'm, I'm trying to like unlearn this process, but like I make assumptions so frequently. Um, yeah, everybody does. You're not abnormal for that. I know, but it's, you know, it's situations like this that it's just like, wow, like, you know, we all trusted this artist because she claimed to be something that she's obviously not. Um, yeah. And that's not on us, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think no one really thought about it because just because of how we associate how she looks, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think people like, she's, isn't she biracial? She's mixed. I think so. I think people assume that because of that, she can't be problematic. Yeah. Which I think anyone well, can be problematic. Yeah. No, I think I, I know that, um, like people of color can still like be problematic in that sense, but like you just wouldn't expect it. And I feel like as like, as a like very popular music influencer, music influencer, <laughs> <laughs> what? I do not know what that profession is, but. Good evening. Um, <laughs> uh, as a music artist, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of have the same re reaction I'm a little bit more shocked with Doja Cat, but like I have a similar reaction now to when I, to when I did about when I learned that Poppy was Republican. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I and also again, it's the aesthetic, like. Exactly. And also, the music is like something that's popular amongst leftist. I, I'm sorry, not leftist, but like. <laughs> but like, like liberals, like yes. You know, it's, it's popular among teens who identify as liberal. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> the teens. God, I hate Those being 20s teens. in my 20s. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it is a lot to do with, like, how she looks. Because it's very, very tailored, you know? She, she started, like, the cow print thing. Yeah. I don't know. She was just very, she's very trendy. Um, you know, that's what it is. She's so trendy. Um, the blush, the hair, it's all like part of this whole thing that you associate with liberal politics just because of social media. I think it's the same thing yeah. with that guy who said abortion is murder. Do you remember that? Like in our first episode, we talked yes. about uh, Kyler. Tyler loves Jesus. Yes. So nobody, like, nobody really thought that he was actually serious when he was like, I love Jesus. Until yeah, wait. that live stream, because he has that, like, soft boy aesthetic where he's a skater boy, wears camo print, and, like, has dyed hair. hair. Yeah. Paints his nails. Right. But he's just, like, essentially queer baiting as an aesthetic. Exactly which is so strange, but then also somehow associates him with this, with the liberal side of TikTok just because of how he looks. But in reality, he's actually a Republican. In, in reality, a, straight men are evil. <laughs> <laughs> straight men, all straight men are equal. <laughs> yep. Um, Put it that way. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> okay, well, so 
back to back to the original framework I was mentioning, right? So like right. this stuff about Lana happened, this stuff about Doja Cat happened, the the internet is falling apart at its seams, right? Everything we yeah. knew and loved is everything we from can't last trust. Week. Throw it all to the wind. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Um and then we were saved. A light shone through the through the darkness. Dun, dun, dun. What was that light? Rain on Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. <sighs> I didn't listen to it. Wow. That's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I just, no. again, it was like one of those things I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't. Because I feel like you're pretty involved in like Stan Twitter, right? Um, yeah, I actually, I'm like, I came up on Stan Twitter, so. <laughs> okay. I was a One Direction Stan back in the day. Oh, weren't we all? That I was mean, my, no, my beginning. Like on OG Stan Twitter. Mm. Like the early days. Okay, so she's entitled. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I understand. Like, no. <laughs> I'm like pulling a Lana Del Rey. I'm like, I deserve rights because I was on Stan Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally pulling a Lana. Sorry, um, everyone. Yeah, no, but that song was really good. We had a lot of new music this week. We had that. We had a new 1975 album. Oh, yeah. Which, um, I've, they're one of my favorite artists, and I will never shut up about them. I, I really love them. I and really loved their album, A Brief Inquiry to the Internet. To Online Relationships? Yeah, something like that. Yes. No, that, that. that was really good. I think um, their music is definitely, like, becoming more... Well, I don't want to say becoming more, but they're definitely experimenting a lot with uh, production and, like, um, yeah. house music. And it's really cool. Because I don't really think anybody like expected that from them. And yeah, and it's super unique. It's super well done. Yeah, I really, I was addicted to listening to, ah, oh, shoot, what's it called? The one that's where, where they're like, we're fucking in the car. Love it if we made it. Yeah. That song is on um, my like high energy playlist with like Love 100 Gax and Slater. Um, song makes me like, so giddy like it makes me like hyperventilate a little right no yeah. like there's it's so powerful and like just screaming like i love screaming along to that song in my car me too <laughs> it's so yes. fun Ugh. um that and like ugh, i was supposed to see them a lot this summer <laughs> but <laughs> those plans be canceled so yeah i was supposed to be in bulgaria right now wait yeah i saw that why <laughs> um, so my childhood nanny is Bulgarian and she wanted me to come see where she grew up oh. and meet her family and stuff. That's and so sweet. I'm yeah, so sorry so you could go. Out. Yeah, thank you. We had it all planned <laughs> out and yeah, it's just, it's, it's really sad. Um, I hope I get to do it eventually. I mean, I got to go to Romania with Clara, who's my best friend. Um, she grew up there. So I got to see sort of where she was born and where her family grew up so that was oh, I didn't I didn't know that she was born in uh, Romania too yeah. yeah that's awesome she is first gen American wow well I guess technicalities no she's not but <laughs> <laughs> but she is yeah she she moved to the United States when she was like two or three something like that wow yeah so um that's so yeah, cool I mean awesome yeah, the fact that we won't be able to travel until, like, well, we, we can, but, like, it won't be fun or, like, 
yeah, you won't, you won't get to see what like authentic life is like anywhere because everyone is so screwed up right now. Exactly. I was, um, I was planning on studying abroad, like, uh, either the spring of my junior year. So next, next spring, um, or the fall of my senior year. And it looks like that's my only choice now. Yeah. Where were you going to go? I was probably going to go to Paris. Um, oh my gosh. Which I would just, I mean, I've had, um, I've had a few friends who have studied abroad there. Plus it's the language that I am taking as like a requirement to graduate. Mm. Um, and I've always loved uh, the French language and the French culture. <laughs> <I've>, culture. <laughs> the French culture, the, the really rich, dense, <laughs> <laughs> complex French culture of... I mean... Yeah. (laughs) Well, Um, I made it to Paris when I was abroad. Um, It was beautiful. I mean, it really was like how people say where you're like, I'm in Paris and it feels good, you know? I mean, that's great to know. Yeah. I think Um, if you get the chance, do it for sure. An interesting uh, quote that um, I hang on to that connects kind of these themes we're talking about. Um, it's in French, but it's a 1975 quote, and oh. it's um, "La poésie est dans la rue," which means the poetry is in the streets. Which they it, they've actually incorporated into some of uh, their songs, like "Love It If We Made It." There's a song that says, "The poetry is in the streets." Um, I'm singing. Yeah, one wow, of my get favorite. That tattooed on your forehead. Bruh, I literally. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bra you. No, it's okay. I love being brad. <laughs> Hi. Hey. I'll do that instead. Um, but I actually wanted that tattooed for a while, but I'm like, that's too many words. No, it's not. I have I a lot so. of stupid tattoos. I'm not one to talk. Sorry. How many do you have? Like eight, I think. I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Let me take a count real quick. Uh, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I have eight. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. Wait, I have to burp. Muting myself. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, while okay. Graham's doing that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, I, I don't have anything to say. I just want to... <laughs> um, well, like, I would say we could do, like, a tattoo tour, but, like, because I mm. also have tattoos, but... Um, really? I do. Yeah, I have two. What do you have? I have, um, they're both on my left arm, which is kind of stupid because they're pretty big. Um, but, because I, I don't know, I want, I have this idea of myself in my mind where I have like a perfectly like assorted arrangement of tattoos on my body. Okay, um, yeah. But my first one is um, these wildflowers that I picked when I was in Wales um, on a hike. Oh. And I pressed them, and what? And this is when I was studying abroad in London, and I um, emailed. Like I, I have, I had a friend who uh, goes to school in London. He actually goes to University of the Arts oh, really? uh, in London. Oh, Jack. Yeah, Jack, Jack Moselle. He um, has gotten tattoos in London, so I asked him for Rex, and he pointed me to this place called Parlor Tattoo. Super unique, unique name. Um, <laughs> butchered that joke, so it wasn't as funny. That's okay though. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> and he told me about like an artist and everything so I uh booked a tattoo with them 
I sent the artist a picture of the flowers and was like, I want these. And she, <laughs> I want it. She, I went into the shop for my appointment. She like drew them up in like her own style on her iPad Pro. Um, <laughs> and I was like, go at it, girl. And she actually added um, white ink. She did highlighting in white ink. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but now it could, they kind of just look like white heads, which is kind of gross. Yum. <laughs> oh my um, goodness. <laughs> but yeah, that's one. And then my other one is a rose in red ink that I got on Friday the 13th for like 40 bucks. Oh, so at, that's uh, Yeah, I'm trying, I'm like telling myself I'm only going to get flower tattoos. Um, okay, that's interesting. Who knows? Um, I got one in London. I don't remember. I it was I was some Instagram artist um, who was oh, in London. Yeah, and he was doing like a guest spot at a tattoo shop. And do you remember what the name of the place was? Um, uh, no. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the guy goes uh, Ian Bratwurst on. <laughs> Yeah. Um, his last name. I'm jealous. I think that's his handle. I'm like, I don't know. I don't Wait, remember. Searching it up right now. One second. And Browers. Um, <laughs> nope. I can't find it. That's cool. That's awesome. So Mystery Man made a tattoo on me. <laughs> or no, it's I am Broughtwurst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um. And so I, I, I brought him a photo of a Magritte painting and I was like, could you make a tattoo out of this? Oh my and, God. Um, yeah, and he did. That's so cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's still up on his Instagram, but he posted, I think a photo. I don't know if he did actually. Um, but, oh yeah, it's up. Um, he, Here, he, said, he said based on a Matisse painting, but it's actually a Magritte painting. <laughs> oh, uh, that, those are like very different artists. Yeah. Um, so, oh my God, that's so pretty. Thank you. Oh, okay. Oh. Is that Rylane's tattooing in Peckham? In Peckham. Yeah. So that's where I got that tattoo. Um, that was really fun. I love the blue. Um, but yeah, so... That was my tattoo I got in London, just to like commemorate my time. I got it at the <laughs> very end of my trip. Um, yeah, same with mine. I got mine like a week before yeah. I left. And I kind of, I felt like it was, it was cute for like commemorating my time just because I went to so many museums while I was abroad and I got a postcard of that um, painting. Um, do you still have the postcard? I believe I do. I believe I do, but I don't know where it is because half of my stuff is in New York, so. Yep. <laughs> Love that. Amazing. I have my, uh, the wildflowers on my bedstand in a little, like, clear frame. That's so cute. Did you yeah. make it yourself? Did I make what? The, like, frame. No, it's, it's like one of those, um, you know when, like, Polaroids were, like, really in? Like, the, like, tiny, like, Instax cameras that Urban Outfitters, like, made yeah. a shit ton of money on? Yeah. It's, um, so I remember I got one of those Polaroids for Christmas one year, and I also got this, like, clear frame, so it's supposed to fit a Polaroid. Um, mm -hmm. it's, like, a, a clear plastic, like... I kind of, okay. Yeah, like, I kind of, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they're, they're there, um, 
but yeah no i i know it's like so like stereotypical um study abroad kid to like get a tattoo of their experience well well yeah maybe not like i don't know just the whole like this experience was amazing like I'm yeah, 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 it yeah for the rest of my life like that, that whole sentiment yeah. yeah i guess that's our that's our take on that cliche <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, I don't know. I like the floral tattoos, though. That's cute. My first tattoo was is an anemone flower. Oh, really? My mom's it's favorite adorable. flower. Oh. Yeah, it was a stick and poke, and it really, really hurt. It took four hours. Did you do it? No. Um, this Okay, so I was a freshman, and there was this senior girl who did stick and pokes at my school, and uh, she offered to do it and I was like let's do it let's go girl yeah it was really painful but we did it in two sessions um of two hours and it was it was fun I I love it it's one of my favorites for sure I love um I love like you this is gonna sound so cringe but let me explain I love like like independent like tattooers mm-hmm. um because I feel like their art style is like so much more like injected into their tattooing. And like when you're getting a tattoo from like a person who uses stick and poke or like a person who has like a home studio, like something like smaller, um, it feels less like you're using, like you're paying for them to give you a tattoo more like you're paying for them to like, for like their work. I don't know. I feel like I can, there's so many tattoo parlors that are like very cut and paste. You know, they have like those like, yeah, extensive catalogs yeah all the flash tattoos um yeah which is i i'm trying to like find like artists with like their own practice Um, yeah i have like a few tattoos that are just like by people who just do their own thing which i really like them they feel way more personal yeah the anemone on my side it's definitely like a very personal thing just because like it's my mom's favorite flower yeah, it was done by someone who like works or worked out of their bedroom like I literally sat on their bed while they did it so um that was like a very like interesting experience for a first tattoo that I like definitely won't forget yeah seriously that's so cool though yeah, and then I have another one on my hip of chili peppers. Um, <laughs> Love that. That's so cute. Um, yeah, it's sort of like an inside joke with a friend of mine from from early in high school. I wait. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I okay. noticed that you have the snake on your finger. Yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah. So a lot of um, my friends and I just have. Um, that on our middle fingers um just like a little snake that we stick and poke onto each other or on ourselves I did mine myself um but oh my god yeah um, that's so cute yeah it's really fun um so wait so how many people have them so well Alvaro has it um oh my god are yeah. you serious yeah that's crazy um, so then like most people in my friend group have it I would say like maybe four or five of them and then um like a few other people who went to high school with um Natalie and Alvaro and 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like a fun, cute thing that like ties us all together. That's really sweet. Yeah, and like Aww. I think people's like siblings have it because they're like, oh, that's so cute, and then they're like, I'll do it on you. So, like the the influence spreads. It's very fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a cute little tradition. Yeah, we like my my friend group like does stick and pokes on people sometimes. Um, my friend Sydney is really good at them, and then my friend Natalie is also really good at them. She does them on herself a lot, so her hand is just like covered in stick and pokes. I kind of um, I feel like I would want to do that. <laughs> like I. <laughs> I want to, um, I've done it before. I mean, obviously I did the one I did to myself, mm -hmm. um, which hurt so badly. <laughs> like doing it to myself was terrible. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's like, it's so yeah. Hard to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I hate to end this. Uh, this conversation that's clearly not coming to an end at all. Um, <laughs> but it looks... <laughs> no, I... Whatever. So, um, we're at an hour. Okay. Um, I know that uh, we... Um, I feel like that's a good benchmark for, like, what a podcast is. Okay. So, I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, like... I want okay. to thank everybody for listening. I think um, if there's one takeaway from this entire podcast uh, episode, not the <laughs> potty rich in general, um, it would be that don't trust straight TikTok. Yep. That's it. That's all you need to remember. All we have to offer. Yep. Our fourth episode, like we finally got down to it. Never <laughs> trust straight TikTok. We've been dancing around the subject for the past We're three episodes, really but yeah. our message is out there. It is. All right, everybody. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything at NyQuil Superstar. And you can find me on Instagram at Graham Rhodes or Twitter and TikTok, uh, Graham by Day. All righty. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week on Potty Rich. Bye. Thank you. Bye.